G'day, I'm Scott Sanders, and welcome to the Reach Australia podcast. Reach Australia's vision is to see thousands of healthy, evangelistic, multiplying churches across Australia. This podcast is a special grab from one of our learning labs. The 2021 Reach Australia National Conference was live-streamed by state-based hubs, and we were forced to move our seminars and workshops online. So we've pulled out a few special grabs from the learning labs. And this learning lab is no different. It was all about serve and the ecosystem, but for the small church. And today we hear from Scott Curtis, who's the ministry pastor at Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. This podcast is all about thinking about how you raise up leaders in the small church context. I hope you enjoy it. This is part one of Serve for the Small Church. All right. Well, um, a little bit, just a little bit more about the context we're in up here and you're in Lake Mac. So I oversee uh, the ministry or serve area across the whole of Hunter Bible Church. Um, but then I do have that particular role at our Lake Mac campus. And so uh, Lake Mac campus planted in 2016 and we planted with about um, 50 adults and youth as part of the team. And by God's grace, we're now um, a church or campus there of 180. Um, but we get, it's so I get large church, uh, but we've also been doing the serve area in a small context out working in the camp, that campus as well. Uh, and I also have the privilege of coaching a couple of church planters. So I, I, I get that small church context and I'm eager to really make this practical um, for some of you guys who will be at different kind of stages in regards to that. I just want to um, remind us a little bit about the an ecosystem, the ecosystem that we talk about in Reach Australia, and then a little bit about our pathway at HBC and how we f- find serving fits into those things. So in regards, you remember the Pentagon of Power, power that Reach Australia talk about um, in regards to the ecosystem and that we're wanting our churches to have a culture and the built on theological convictions that really reflect all of these things going on. And the serve area in particular, it has to work in coordination with all of these things. So if you think about it for a moment, the reason we serve is so that we'll be a people who are on mission to see people saved. The reason we want people to serve Jesus so they can glorify him with the whole of their lives, with great joy and sacrifice. The reason we serve is uh, we know as we serve, we're going to grow deeper in the word. We serve through the word. And as we serve through the word, other people will grow to be more like Jesus. And we serve better together in a community and so it the ecosystem really does work together and depends on one another that we're seeking to see these all of these things cultivated within our church we think about um, our areas as well at church in the in a pathway sense as well so they kind of complement one another but they're slightly different and so dan if you can just bring up the pathway for us on that next slide So this is kind of wanting to see people come into the life of our church. And so we think about how can we raise awareness of the gospel and our church to people who don't know Jesus? How can we kind of gain first contact through an invite or through an event or through your personal relationship? If someone's not a Christian, then how how can we help them move towards believing in Jesus? Um, How can we preach the gospel so that under God, he will bring and gather his people to himself. How can we follow up those people well? And then how can we integrate and move those people into the life of our church more and more, into family life and growth, 
Uh, and then you can see the serving area kind of, it fits towards the end of someone coming deeper and deeper into the life of church. We then want them to serve Jesus with their whole life, but also in a formal capacity uh, within a ministry team in our church. And then under each of these kind of areas on the pathway, uh, we at HBC talk about the four Ps. Uh, and so I'm going to talk about these four Ps for the rest of the seminar. Um, we talk about the purpose. So what's the theological, practical kind of cultural convictions uh, for why this exists, why this part of the pathway or this part of the ecosystem exists? Uh, who are the people? Who are the leaders and the team, the kind of people that we think um, we want involved in that area, helping, um, helping us accomplish that under God? What might be some of the programs um, that we can uh, input to try and um, make this happen? And then this is a bit of a crass word, but performance, um, just thinking about how can we keep our finger to the pulse of how this is actually going? Are there things we can measure knowing that under God, there's a lot in ministry that um, is spiritual and we can't measure. So that's a little bit about our pathway. For this first half of the seminar, I'm going to think a bit big picture, just in, we're going to go purpose first, then a little bit about the performance and the kind of people that I think are suited in this serve area, both in a small church and large church. Um, and then we'll pause for Q&A um, and for a bit of digestion. And then the second part be a bit more on the ground details in terms of um, programs within a small church and shifts, I think, can help small churches cultivate this within. So to think, for, first of all, about the purpose of the serve area, here's some just for us, some really key theological convictions that really drive um, the serve area. So we believe in a God who has served us, right? Mark 10, 44, Jesus came to be a ransom for many. Uh, we're created to serve. So in Genesis 1, uh, we see God call his creator in the image of God and call us to rule over his creation. We're saved to serve. So in light of the fall and then in light of Jesus' salvation and redemption, passages like Ephesians 2, 8 to 10, we're saved by grace alone, but then called to do the good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do. We serve to worship God. Uh, so that's that Romans 12 idea in view of God's mercy, where to be living sacrifices to worship God and to love others. We, we worship and serve God by loving and serving others. We're gifted and we serve better together. So passages like Ephesians 4 or 1 Corinthians 12 that speak about the body of Christ and how we work together, gifted diversely, but united um, in those common purposes to build up the body of Christ and to see people saved, to see Jesus glorified. Another big conviction that we talk about is that serving Jesus is tough, right? We've got to take up our cross, Mark 8, um, and follow Jesus, but it's so worth it for all eternity. And we get to serve God for all eternity is another key conviction that we hold. We're going to be doing this when we get to heaven. Um, it's something that we're recreated to do and get to do for all eternity. And another big conviction that fits under the serve area, but across all of church, is that God uses under shepherds to lead his church. And so we want to be building up and raising up leaders. Um, that then feeds into what kind of culture we want to see happen within our church. So what are the shared behaviors and attitudes that we'd love to see for people uh, within our churches? We'd love for people to get that serving Jesus is a whole life thing. 
that every member, the priesthood of all believers is called to serve. And so rather than having a church where 20% of people do 80% of the work, we want to flip that on its head and get 80% of people as much, well, everyone is within their capacity involved in serving, not just within the church, but in their whole lives. The nature of serving, we want people to get and have a culture that the nature of serving, it is going to be tough and yet it's a great joy to serve. We want people not to be individualistic, but to realize we do serve better together. Uh, and that kind of leads into some of our programs of why we're convicted about doing um, team-based ministry within our church, not just rosters. Uh, and we want a culture where we see there's a priority to gospel work. Serving uh, in other forms of work are great and they're valuable and we are to work for the Lord in all those things and to glorify Him in everything we do. But there's that 1 Corinthians 15, 58, the work of the Lord, the, the gospel of first importance. We want people to understand that and have a culture of the priority of the gospel as well. Now, in all of this, I hope you can see the word of God leads the way and it's the foundation it's the thing that we want to we want to really anchor on in everything that we do. But thinking about our convictions and culture, that's going to lead to thinking about what we want for people, for an individual disciple, but also that culture of our whole church. Then leads us to thinking about ways that we can try and test of how that's going. So that into the crass word of performance, we talk about uh, inputs and outputs. So what are the things that we can input? into the ecosystem, into our church, and what are the outputs that we might be able to measure to kind of get a, a rough, vague feeling of how this might be going within our church. So inputs, first and foremost, this comes out in our preaching. Um, so we've got to be preaching all of these convictions through the Word of God in our small groups, in our ministry teams. Um, we want to be opening up the Word and reminding people of these things. Prayer, and then particular culture initiatives or things where we celebrate when we see uh, this kind of stuff happening or things we might try and do to help the culture of these things going. We'll talk about them more. Uh, discipleship teams are a key way that we seek to create space for people to be able to serve and training within them. Serve chats and having a deliberate strategy of recruiting or calling people to serve in church and then leadership training and platforms like um, you can ask about Harvest or MTS, Ministry Training Strategy, a big thing that we're trying to input into kind of facilitating that. Then in terms of outputs under God, there's going to be a bunch of heart things or spiritual things that you can't ever measure, but you're doing that through your pastoral work or one-to-one -one conversations or, you know, to, to get a sense that people really do love serving. There's a joy in their serving. That's something that's hard to measure um, but there are things that are helpful in measuring these outputs, things like how many people, how many of our members at church are actually serving in a ministry team. Um, and so that's an area we might want to get a good system that we can just have a rough awareness of how many people we think are serving in a formal way at church. Um, ministry needs within our church. So can we develop some sort of way where we can prioritise and think about the different needs or opportunities that we might have as a church and think a little bit more intentionally about how we leverage people's gifts and the, the diversity of gifts for different opportunities within our church. Um, thinking about our leadership layer ratio or our full-time staff to members is another way of doing it. You can ask me about that if you want to know more. And then also we want to measure sending leaders. 
Um, so how are we going as a church? Reach Australia is on about this, right? Healthy, evangelistic, established churches as well as church planning. How are we going at raising up leaders and to send them for the sake of the wider kingdom, not just within our church? So we've got a big vision and push to be measuring that and that's really important to us as a church and I hope it's important to you guys as well that you have that desire as well. So that's performance. Then the, the last one is people and then we'll take some um, space to digest the fire hose of information here. But um, what kind of people uh, are kind of might we be looking for in this kind of area of serving? So first of all, characters of first importance. We want someone who's humble, but also someone who's hungry in this area. So conviction about serving and building leaders. Um, if part of their ministry role here in the serve area is to call other people to serve, we don't want people to see that as some sort of favour that they're asking people to come and serve at church. We want people who go, you know what, it's a loving thing to call people to come in and help us build God's church under him. It's something, I'm giving people a privilege and an opportunity to come and serve Jesus here. So we want that conviction within people. That's really important as well. And then therefore, the competency of people in this area is then around having those conversations. A little bit of EQ is helpful, emotional intelligence in being loving and warm, but also having a bit of thick skin when people go, nah, and it's okay when people say, nah, it doesn't hurt me personally necessarily. But they're eager to have a conversation to help them see the importance of why serving matters. Uh, that, then there's some collaboration and influence. And then as church grows, I think the person or people in this area are kind of uh, understanding constructs, systems and structures a little bit is helpful in the serve area as well. Having some people with skills in and around that. Well, no doubt you found this podcast helpful. My prayer is that you've got one or two things you can implement with your team in the next two to three months uh, from this podcast. Now, if you're wanting to grow and develop as a leader, then the Reach Australia Development Program is just for you. We want to see spiritually vibrant, evangelistically urgent, practically skilled, theologically driven leaders all across Australia. And one of the key things that we're doing as a network is developing leaders through the two-year Reach Australia Development Program. If you want to find out more about that, head to reachaustralia.com.au and find out more about the Reach Australia development program.